Hi, and welcome to Five Good Thoughts. Today we are joined with uh, by Ward Hayes, who's the CFO of Texas Baptist. Ward, so glad that you could join us today. Thank you, Jack. Excited to be here. Well, full disclosure, Ward was my pastor as I first entered into the ministry. And so as, and as I, I thought about this subject of, of uh, financial planning, Ward, who mentored me in this, uh, came out of a, a career in finance. I thought he was the person to go to and have this conversation. Uh, and so five good thoughts on ministerial financial planning today with Ward Hayes. Here we go. Number five. All right. Thank you. Number five, be intentional. Uh, you know, good Lord willing, um, we'll make it to retirement age. Uh, we don't have to necessarily even be quite intentional about that. Sometimes we can kind of bounce around. And, uh, but if we're going to do it well, we're going we're gonna to do some things along the way that gets us there in a healthy manner. Uh, and that's not only physically or relationally, but that's also financially. And so uh, I think number five would be be intentional about our financial health as we go through life uh, and as we make plans. Uh, you know, quite honestly, I've been thinking about retirement uh, since I was in my 20s and, and not, not about uh, leaving the position because I love, you know, what God has, has uh, enabled me to do. But I have seen people retire well and I've seen people retire poorly. And it's not always just about financial, but that is certainly a big piece of it. And so I think if we need to be intentional about the financial decisions we're making along the way, uh, you know, a couple of those things that come to mind about that, first of all, is, is tithing. Um, I don't think there's any reason to shy away from it. I think the Bible is very straightforward about it and very straightforward about the blessings of it. And so for us to carve that out, I think is, is unwise, that we need to be intentional about tithing. Uh, we need to be intentional about budgets, about saving, about, about, about planning, all of which we'll talk about. But each one of those is just about imposing our will over self, which is really just, I mean, that's a, that's a discipleship issue we face each and every day. Um, so I think that, I think I would lead with that. Yeah, that's really interesting that, that we can actually tie intentionality, even in finance, to discipleship. Um, and that's an important that we're not just doing this so that we can rich, you know, be rich and retire to a boat, but that actually uh, that, that we're submitting ourselves to God. And, and that is a really important factor of the why, right? Yes. The motivation, uh, you know, as a, you hired me when I was 21 years old, there's a really my first job uh, and, and you set me down very early and we began, I began retirement. Uh, as a as a 21, 22 year old there, and and that has impacted my life in in a tremendous way. I think it was Charles Wesley um, that said um, it may not have been it may not have been Charles, but anyway, he said uh, uh, make all you can, save all you can, give all you can, and and the make was to be diligent and and, and work hard. Uh, the save wasn't about just piling up money, but it was, it was being good stewards. Don't overspend and, and be careful about what you spend your money on. And in the end, give all you can. And I think it's a great stewardship, uh, you know, lesson for us uh, that, uh, uh, you know, just need to be intentional about our money. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that I think really leads to number four for us. Number four budget. Uh, you know, I, I'm, 
my wife is not going to listen to this podcast and that's good because, you know, uh, she has on occasion called Dave Ramsey a fun sucker, but you know, anyway, budgets are good. Uh, and I often tell when working with churches, uh, that their budget as a church is a testimony. It's a testimony to the world of, Hey, this is priority for us. This is what we think is important. This is where we're going to spend our money because these are the things we think God is leading us to do. Well, the same is true in our personal budgets as well. We don't often put that kind of weight on them, but the truth is, as part of stewardship is, is giving a name to those dollars that God has entrusted to us. And budgets are a, a wonderful way of doing that. And I think the budget helps us to achieve the first point of being intentional uh, because we do think about what do we want to do with our, our money? What do we feel led to do with our money? And uh, if, if saving in general or if saving for retirement isn't a high enough priority to, to budget for it and to plan for it, then it's probably not a really a high priority in our lives. So I think budgets are, are a wonderful tool um, that, you know, and the thing is, they're a tool to help us get us where we want to go. Why do you think as ministers, we, we struggle with this aspect? Well, you know, I often approach finances as it's just another language. It's, you know, people say, oh, I don't understand accounting or I don't understand finances. I'm like, you can. It's just like learning another language. Um, I think Spanish is a beautiful language. I haven't learned it well enough, but, but it, whenever I go to uh, on mission trips to Spanish countries, I try to beef up and everything uh, just so that I'm better prepared. And, and really all finances and accounting is, it's just a language of numbers but it just tells a story. And I think people just don't know the language. And so then they don't, they think, well, I can't understand it. No, we just need to learn the language, at least learn enough about the language to, to budget, to be intentional, to make plans, to talk to a financial advisor, all those things. So I think it's really more of a language barrier that inhibits most people uh, than it is that, so I, I don't know. Well, you, you know what your plans are. You know what your priorities are. You know what you want to, what you want to do. That's what you need to know. And then just learn the language of how to speak that. Wow, I've never heard it put that way. I like that a lot. That's a, that's a really unique way to think about um, financial planning and just finance in general. I'm going to have to ponder that anew. Uh, so number three for us. Number three, be creative. You know, oftentimes we get in these ruts. We've always done it this way. We do the same old thing. And that can be in church and ministry and disciple. It can be in a lot of things, but it can also be true in our in our finances. And, and we need to, one, be creative, but also pray to, uh, to the God that is creative and say, hey, Lord, help me find new ways. You know, not to get too personal, but when, when you know, Jackie, when you and I were serving together in Sweetwater, uh, we both got a little creative and dabbled, you know, with some duplexes and, and everything. And, and it's not that you always hit a grand slam with everything that you do, but I think one of the things it does is it puts you in that mindset of, hey, I'm going to try some new things. I'm going to work a little harder. I'm going to put a little sweat into trying to improve my financial, financial position. And so, you know, I know ministers that, that do lots of things on the side, uh, and, and there's any number of those things that are out there. But I think we can pray about being creative. I've had several pastors tell me, it's like, you know what, I needed this 
in my life. And so I saved, you know, every honorarium from a wedding or a funeral or whatever it is, rather than throw it in the bank account, I put it in the coffee can, right? I did something with it separate, let it build up. He said, you know, before long, that, that need was met. And so I think we need to be creative and, and ask God to open doors and show us ways that, that we could maybe do some extra, do something different, uh, and, and bring in some, some extra money to help meet needs, but also maybe even to, maybe it's just purely for saving purposes. Yeah, that's really good. I do hear you saying, but I think it, it's worth stating clearly that even, even in five, four, and three here so far, the saving is not so so purely individualistic or materialistic. This is not so that we uh, have more, can buy more, can get more, but it does, what I hear you saying is this is really, it opens the door for us to engage um, and, and be helpful in ways that, that maybe we couldn't if we weren't so oh, intentional and creative and Absolutely. Yes. And, and thank you for, for noticing that and bringing that up because you are purely right. I am, I'm a firm believer in all biblical principles, but there's some that just kind of stand out, you know, to me and for me, you know, one is, is the biblical principle of, of sow and reap, you know, when you sow uh, things into your life, I believe that you get to reap the harvest of those. Uh, when you sow mercy, uh, I believe you reap mercy. This, Jesus said that in the Beatitudes. Uh, when you sow kindness, uh, you see kindness more often. When you sow generosity, I believe you reap generosity. And generosity is not always about the size of the bank account. It is that attitude of life. And, and so when you see a need and you have sown generosity into your life and you look for that, uh, good financial planning put you in a position, better, a better position to help meet that need. And, uh, you know, we, you never outgive God in any way that you give to him. And so whenever we live in good stewardship, it puts us in a position to, to sow resources into the kingdom work. And I'll guarantee you, God's word comes back and says, hey, faithful in little, faithful in much. Uh, and so you're right. The, the idea of saving, the idea of good stewardship is really just to better position us to, ha to, to be able to meet opportunities that come our way. Um, and so that, you know, in, in our starting out or in certain places, generosity may be a, a $10 bill that we, we give to someone in need. You know, later as, as, that, as that grows and everything, it may be that we have to pay an electric bill for someone in need or, or a hospital bill or any number of things. Um, but, but that attitude of generosity, you know, has a beginning and it grows, uh, and we, we, we should be very mindful of it. That's really good. It, there's a deep theology of abundance versus the theology of scarcity. Yes. Um, and, and that, that is woven through, uh, this conversation. So hit us with some resources with number two. So, there are several resources out there and, and I don't want to, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to name some really great ones and I understand that, but let me just give you a couple, you know, one uh, being a little selfish, if you will, self-promoting. So the Texas Baptist website under our ministries tab, 
church administration. So one, there's a free financial workbook, handbook. It's digital. You can download it. It has budget examples and all kinds of good information in there. That's on our website. Also there in that same place uh, is a video, about a 15, 18 minute video that I produced on minister's housing allowance. That's being intentional, creative, opportunistic. Take advantage of it. There's no reason not to. And that money saved benefits the minister and it helps the church benefit the minister. And it just, I mean, it's just there. It needs to be done. So those resources are there. Uh, Crown.org. It's a ministry of Crown Financial. I kind of grew up with Crown Financial. He was pre-Dave Ramsey and, and everything, but the folks on the family had a lot of great partnership with Crown Financial. So Crown.org has some wonderful uh, resources, books, uh, uh, budget templates, and just on and on podcasts. Uh, but those are some trusted, good, trusted resources. And, and the other thing, I think one of the great resources we don't want to overlook is just the wisdom of scripture. Mm. I mean, you know, read scripture and read about God's generosity. Read about, you know, the God that brings the water forth from a rock. They're in the desert. There is no water. And so what does creative God do? Brings water. You know, what is creative? God he brings manna from heaven. There's no manna sitting around. God brings. And so you're right. Read scripture. And it's a beautiful resource. I love uh, David's prayer um, when he says to God, you know, who are we that you've allowed us to be so generous in our giving to you? You know, that's a mindset that says, I don't care what I've got. It's God's. And to, to, to be able to give to the God of the universe and him receive that gift, that's beautiful. So there's a lot of great resources. Scripture is among them. Yeah. Got the preacher preaching there. Uh, <laughs> it is to happen, right? That's yeah. a good thing. Can't get away. That's it. Well, uh, so here we are. Number one, Minister of Financial Planning. What's our good thought here? You know, I, I, I struggled in ordering these, but, but, Number one, um, and all of these obviously work together, some together, but you mentioned number one earlier, and that was in our conversation, you got in the retirement game uh, just really about as early as you could in that first, uh, you know, um, ministry position. Uh, and that's my number one, get in the retirement game and stay in the game. Uh, maybe you can't, you know, put in as much as you want to in the beginning, start, do something. Uh, but get in and stay, make that a part of, you know, who you are and what you're doing. I'm putting back for the time because time is your best friend. Mm -hmm. And if you're like, man, I'm late to the party. I did. Well, okay. But get in the game now and stay in the game. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't really like looking at my retirement account right now. It's, it's kind of been ugly the last few months, but I'm still chunking in and I'm buying cheap and it's, it's going to come back, you know, and, and I'll be better positioned. Uh, it's not always about being the best investor and picking the perfect, you know, retirement account or anything. Guidestone does a wonderful job with its offering, but it, get in the game, stay in the game, be a one center, which is just saying whatever percentage I'm at now, I'm going to increase it by 1% the next year and 1% the next year. And yeah, it may take a little more out of your monthly operating budget, but that's a sacrifice that'll be well worth it uh, when you, you know, when you come to retirement age. So, um, you know, that's, I think that's my number one point. And, and two, adding on to that, churches. If you have a leader 
a leadership position in a church and your church is not incentivizing your ministers to put money into retirement, please change that. Please change that. If you did a 3% match, something to tell your young ministers is like, hey, we're going to match on top. Give them a reason to put that in there. Older ones, they understand, have a little more reason, but let's let's give our young ministers some incentive to start early. Uh, I think that's part of, of us helping to take care of our ministers. So get in the retirement game, stay in the retirement game. That's a really good word. And I should probably be really clear there early on, it was not a lot chunking into that, that uh, and in fact, in 2008, I can tell you, I remember it vividly as having that conversation where I lost, lost every dollar that I put in. Uh, and yet in that account, over the course of now a decade and a half, there, there's, there's something to be said about that. Um, and it just, I like that. It's I mean, we're in a tough place right now, right? In the market and that kind of thing to stay, to stay in it. And, and but to know that that God God can do great things and it does allow for this freedom. Finances are tricky. Um, we don't like talking about it as Baptists. I think it's very difficult sometimes. Um, but uh, it, it is a way for us to be discipled and to to show our love and care for God and for each other. And this great theology of abundance that, that's going to stick with me. I think so. I agree. I agree. Well, Ward, thank you so much uh, for taking time out to visit with us today. It is a joy and a pleasure. Uh, and I just, uh, you know, if you've got questions, I know Ward in his heart, uh, he wouldn't mind talking to you personally. And so if Absolutely. you're out there in the listing world and need some guidance and some help, uh, I know he listed the resources, but I, I would just say uh, this man uh, is, is a, would love to talk to you personally. And uh, I'll go ahead and make that commitment for you, Ward. And if not, you can just forward that email to me. (laughs) (laughs) Always glad to help on the minister side or on the church side or both together. Absolutely. All right. Appreciate you, friend. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Jack. God bless everyone.